Surprise from Florida Georgia Lines, Brian Kelly. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of March 28, 2022. Hey, y'all. I am so excited to share that this week's episode is brought to you by A Piece of the Moon by Chris Fabry. This novel has something for every reader in your life. A strong and uplifting storyline, mystery, suspense, complex characters, and a heartwarming message. The story follows normal people working through real problems that find grace in their ordinary lives. Throw in a treasure hunt set in a nostalgic small town, and you have an absolutely fantastic read on your hands. Personally, I loved how the primary setting was a country music radio station, which reminds me, it is time to dive into the latest news in country this week. The hottest. The hottest. I have to kick things off with some really exciting news. All my musical fans out there, you are going to freak out. Brian Kelly from Florida Georgia Line announced that he is bringing a new country music musical to the stage this summer. He teamed up with Lively McCabe Entertainment to bring the stage production to Nashville's Tennessee Performing Arts Center. The show opens June 7th and the curtains will close on June 25th 2022. The musical scores will feature chart-topping tracks penned by, of course, Florida Georgia Line, Miranda Lambert, Dolly Parton, Little Big Town, Old Dominion, Kenny Chesney, Chris Stapleton, Casey Musgraves. I could go on and on. There are so many more. But the story is about the disappearing small-town America as seen through the hopeful eyes of one of its youth, who ultimately discovers that her roots may take her a lot further than her dreams. Now, the casting for this is absolutely insane. All of the next artists I'm about to announce will play the character of Bailey Stone. We have Lainey Wilson, Daniel Bradbury, Lindsay L., Breland, Lokash, Jamie O'Neill, Robin Ottolini, Thomas Mack, Alana Springsteen, Caleb Lee Hutchinson, Alexandra Kay, Sydney Sirota, Angie Kay, Scarlett Burke, Trent Harmon, Tiger Lily, Ray Lynn, and Kanan Smith. Absolutely insane. Like all of those people, extremely talented. You are not going to want to miss out on this show. Tickets to the performance are currently available through the link in our weekly newsletter. Now, you know we couldn't get through this episode without talking about the Oscars. Obviously, there was the slap heard all around the world, but we are not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about one of the queens of country, Miss Reba McIntyre. She performed her Academy Award-nominated song, Somehow You Do, with the assistance of, and I honestly, like, was on the floor dying over this, Kevin Jonas and Blink-182's Travis Barker. I That pairing, I never in a million years could have imagined or predicted, but it was honestly insane. Make sure you check that out. 
It is up on YouTube, also the links available in our weekly newsletter. Blake Shelton paid tribute to six teenage girls who were killed in a car accident near his farm in a statement to people. He said, in the wake of yesterday's unthinkable crash in our small town, we as a community have all been in shock and brokenhearted. I personally know the devastation of suddenly losing a loved one in a car accident, but our community is strong and has come together to support and wrap our arms around the families and friends that are hurting the most. Shelton lost his brother in a car accident years back, and I know this must hit so hard for him, but we here at ACN are sending our condolences to those families and keeping them in our hearts. Unfortunately, I have some more sad news also involved with some exciting new music release news, but Hank Williams Jr. revealed his plans for his next album, Rich White Honky Blues, less than 24 hours after the news of his wife, Mary Jane Thomas's death. We here at ACN are sending him and his family all of our condolences at this time. In some brighter news, I have a baby announcement for you all. Sam Hunt revealed that his new baby is going to be a girl and she's expected to be born in the next eight weeks. As soon as we get more info on that, you know we'll share it here first. I have some more exciting news to share. Jenny Tolman married Grammy-nominated producer Dave Brainerd in Jackson, Wyoming. And you will not believe the photos for this. It is absolutely stunning. Her dress is unbelievable. I actually got to sit down with Jenny for this week's episode, and we talk about her dress appearing on Say Yes to the Dress. Also new music for her. She is absolutely an incredible artist, and you can hear all about that and more here now. I was wondering, how did you come up with the title for this album? Yeah, so Married in a Honky Tonk, actually, it's kind of a culmination of a few different points of inspiration. So one of them, the, the major one where I got the title idea from, is a friend of mine owns a bar here in town called The Local, and his name's Jeffrey. He became an ordained minister because there was a couple that loves his bar so much that they wanted to get married there. So he Facebook live streamed this entire wedding that he was the minister of. And it was so fun. I was like, wait, this is like songwriting gold. This is amazing. And so I think it was like a few weeks later when I was in a writing session and I, and the title just popped into my head. I was like, wait a second, that makes so much sense. So, you know, I am actually getting married in real life very soon. So it's kind of, you know, pulling from that inspiration. There's a bouncer there that in the song that's mentioned called Biscuit. And he was one of my favorite bouncers that I've ever met on the road from Bub City in Chicago. Um, he was hilarious. There's a whole nother story behind that. But then Say Yes to the Dress is mentioned. And I was on Say Yes to the Dress to find my wedding dress. So there's a lot of like fun real life elements, even though the actual story is is a story. <laughs> That is so cool. Just a little side note here because I have to hear more about this. I did not know you were on Say Yes to the Dress. What was that yes. experience like? Oh my goodness. It was a dream come true being on Say Yes to the Dress. It's like I've watched that since I was a little girl with my mom. So I got to take my mom and my sister with me to Kleinfelds in New York City. And Lisa was my consultant, which I was hoping for. She's my favorite on the show. And so um, it was actually the first dress that I tried on was the one that I went with. And we had so much fun that they're actually filming my fittings now and they're coming to our wedding and going to do like a little recap episode 
uh, once the wedding is over. So I'm really excited about that. It was a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm definitely going to have to go watch that episode because I'm a big fan of that show too. I always Mm -hmm. love seeing what dresses get picked and it's, it's so cool because you get to see how different everyone's tastes are. And then yeah, exactly. sometimes there's those dramatic moments on the show. <laughs> oh, they tried the best that they could to pull any drama out that they can, but we really didn't have that much fun to give to them. I love it. Well, I can't wait to watch it. Well, getting back to your new album, I know your first debut album, There Goes the Neighborhood, it was very character-based in writing. And I know this album is kind of like half and half, half personal, half character-based. And I wanted to know, like, what was the difference for this album? Like, what made you want to go the personal route instead of writing about characters? You know, with There Goes the Neighborhood, I had this imaginary world called Jennyville, on my first album. And that's kind of where everything was based, where I write a lot of my songs in that mindset of just having these crazy characters running around and telling their stories. And honestly, that's my favorite thing to do as a performer is to kind of get to role play, perform and sing somebody else's story. I find that to be really fun. Um, So getting to do some more personal stories and songs is very different for me. You know, it's a little bit like a little bit uncomfortable at first because I'm like, wait a second, this isn't like, well, this is me, but I don't know that I'm more comfortable talking about someone else. It, It was a little bit of a, an adjustment period for me. And it still is to be like, okay, here we go. This is me. It's just such a different part of my life that I'm entering into about to get married. And, you know, it's kind of showing my growing up process, I guess you can say over the last few years and becoming like a real woman. I'm about to have a husband and like just taking on this whole new life and starting a whole new chapter. So there's songs on this album that are like six or seven years old. And then there's songs that are super recently written. So it's just a really cool timeline. I feel like of my life in the past like six to seven years. I think that's so incredible. You know, I was listening to your first album and made me think of Taylor Swift, you know, how she tried, she's always been so personal. And then with these newer albums, she's gone more character based. Yeah. And I was saying, you know, you know, you were there and you feel like you did it first. And I like that. (laughs) Yeah. And I was thinking how cool that is that you have such writing skill to do both in one album. And I think that's really special. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So I know you have some tour dates coming up and I was wondering what songs off this album are you most looking forward to performing live? Oh, that's a good question. I have a lot of fun with I Know Some Cowboys playing playing that one live. Uh, that one I've been playing probably for the last couple of years before it's even been out and, and people just love it. I love to see them dancing to it. It's such a good two-stepping song. So that's one of my favorite things to get to see when I'm performing is see other people start dancing to my music. So that one, definitely Married in a Honky Tonk because that is quite the showmanship song. Um, it's a little hard because I have to find places to breathe. There's a lot of words in there. <laughs> but that one, I also have one that's called Home to Root. 
And uh, it's a very, very fun character song. So it's one of my favorites to perform as well. But, you know, a couple of the ballads also like um, Sweetest Revenge and Afraid are two that I just think are really beautiful. And those are actually, you know, a bit more challenging for me as a performer, because once again, they kind of take on that more personal aspect. So I kind of have to shift out of this storyteller mode that I'm in and like really kind of humorous and funny because that's what I love to be and and kind of take it back a step and be a bit more vulnerable. So I'm kind of excited for the challenge of them, even though they scare me. I think ballads are so special, especially live. I think you really see who an artist is when they're performing those ballads up there. And I know some of the most exciting performances I've ever seen live have been those kind of slower ballad kind of yeah. moments. So that, that makes me feel better. So good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I know I was uh, looking on your website and you do have quite a few tour dates coming up, but I was wondering, will there be more dates, you know, COVID willing, of course, more dates coming up before the end of the year? Yes, we have quite a few in our back pocket right now that we're waiting to announce that I'm super excited about because that is like why I do this. I love getting to tour and go on the road. Like COVID was the worst for me because I was like, what am I doing with my life? Like I just love to meet people and especially hear which song affects them the most, why they love it, like all that different stuff. So I can't wait to get on the road with this new album. That's awesome. Well, we'll definitely be keeping our eyes out for that. I would like to ask if you could tour with anyone, can be any genre, anyone dead or alive, like who would be your dream tour mate? Ooh, probably Dolly Parton. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what? You're oh, the first person awesome. to say that. And I'm so glad someone finally said it. <laughs> She has, oh my gosh, I can only imagine all the sparkles, all of the, she's a character, you know, she, she has that character storytelling side to her too. So I just think that would be so much fun. (laughs) So another question I love to ask is who would be your dream duet partner? Again, could be any genre. Ooh, Hmm, probably Bobby Bear. Honestly, he is one of my favorite artists of all time. He again, is one of those wacky storytellers and just has like the most unique delivery I've ever heard. Uh, My fiance and I will just turn him on and listen and just crack up because the way that he delivers his lines are so funny. (laughs) So I think it would be very fun to do a song with him. And so my last rapid fire question for you is what is your bucket list tour venue? Like what's a venue that, you know, could even be like 10 years down the line. Where do you want to end up? I have, I have quite a few, but I'm going to say right now, the Grand Ole Opry is my dream right now is to get on the Grand Ole Opry, become a member someday. You know, I just love the Opry. I always have, and I'll get there. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. It's been such a pleasure getting to talk with you and I hope I'll get to see you at a show soon. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Now it's time to dive in to the hottest new releases this week. New. New. It's new. New music. All right, y'all. You knew it was coming. If you know me at all, you know I am one of Marin Morris's biggest fans and if you've just listened to any previous episode you know I absolutely adore her I adore her so much I created an Instagram page at Marin's Girls for her 
which ended up being the coolest thing ever because it's what got me invited to her album release show at Sony Hall in New York City this past weekend. That's right, her new album, Humble Quest, is out. I was lucky enough to get to see her perform some of the songs live for the first time ever. The set list was so sick. It was a combination between old songs and new songs and to all my 90s babies listening right now, if you haven't watched it yet, you're about to freak. She covered Fiona Apple's Criminal and every person who was like 30 and older in the place literally almost fell to their knees in excitement, me included. It was the most incredible magical show. The setting was incredible and the stage had like all these beautiful trees and bushes and like seagrass and um, a little birdie told me that that is actually going to be the aesthetic for the upcoming Humble Quest tour. But now getting back to the album, I never thought I would say this. I am a hero stan, her first album. I never thought anything would top it, but I think this is my favorite album of hers yet. I literally can't pick a favorite song And I know I say this a lot on the podcast and I truly always mean it because so many people are coming out with so many amazing albums, but this is perfection top to bottom. Some standouts for me though were Hummingbird, a song about her son Hayes. It was written the day she found out that she was pregnant and it is so beautiful and it's folksy. It's unlike anything we've ever heard from her. Also, there's What Would This World Do, which is about Busby, her producer of her last two albums passing away. It literally can't be listened to without a box of Kleenex, so make sure you have those handy. But also the furthest thing is incredible. Ryan has backup vocals on it and it is truly out of this world. I honestly could spend a whole episode talking about it and dissecting it, but I will spare you. If you want to see videos from the album release show, head to my Instagram page at Marin's Girls Now. I've got them all up there, including a few photos. It was a night I will never forget. And this is me telling you right here, right now, Listen to this album. It is her best yet. Brantley Gilbert and Jason Aldean dropped their new collaboration, Rolex on a Redneck. And it is like a country bop, like you would expect from these two. It's so very them. And if you are big fans of them, you will not be disappointed in this one. Miko Mark shared her latest single, Feel Like Going Home, and it is absolutely spectacular. Everything this woman puts out is unbelievable but this song is gonna have you up on your feet just stomping around it is so good another must listen for the week twinny released her new song one heart i absolutely adore this woman i love this song but the coolest part about it is it starts off really slow building and then all of a sudden the chorus just takes off those are like my favorite kind of songs This one is all about heartbreak, so it'll have you in your feels, but also the chorus is so fast-paced and fun that you could have this one on repeat over and over again and uh, not get down in your feels. It is so good. Me telling you again, you gotta check this one out for the week. Ben Gallagher released a two-song project featuring tracks Country Boy and Roots Grow Down. Country Boy is... Honestly, what you think it would be from the title, it's a country bop all about 
what it takes to really be a country boy. And Roots Grow Down is a love song. And I love when artists do this, when they put out a fun song and kind of like, I don't want to say necessarily a slow song, but something that's more kind of like lovey and just a totally different side to the fun song. And I just think that's so great. It's the best of both worlds. And you're definitely going to want to check these ones out. Austin Burke released his new project, Changed Everything. And it's so good. I love his voice. He's one of those people that I think kind of has unique vocals. And it's just so beautiful. I love Slow Kissing in a Fast Car. I don't care. And the title track changed everything. But to be honest with you, there's five songs on this and you're gonna love all five of them if you listen to it. Drew Parker shared his new single, Raised Up Right. And it is another wonderful country song. I love the lyrics to it. It's all about how you can be raised up, but it's all about being raised right by the right people in your life and learning those values and I think it's really beautiful that he wrote this song about where he's from and it's just such a great song. Okay new favorite artist alert this next released Erin Kinsey she released her EP 40 East and honestly it is outstanding it's one of my favorite releases from a new artist so far this year and I am obsessed with hate this hometown you will be too every song though honestly insane also love just drive another incredible EP that you have to check out we have to talk about Miss Reba McIntyre again she shared her gospel album my chains are gone and y'all she took us all to church on this one every song absolutely insane and this also brings me to our video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video I already talked about a little bit earlier, but it is her performance at the Oscars, Somehow You Do, and it is honestly so incredible. And like I said, Kevin Jonas and Travis Barker joined her on stage. It is absolutely legendary. You're going to want to watch it at least 50 times. You can check that out through the link in our weekly newsletter, or you can catch a glimpse now on our socials. Before I sign off, we have to talk about the latest episode of Country Confidential from my girl, Backstage Bobby. This month's episode is all about Texas country and features amazing artists like Randall King, Jenna Paulette, Josh Abbott Band, Parker McCollum, and Tristan Merez. She knocked it out of the park yet again, and you are not going to want to miss out on this episode, so check it out after you're done with this one. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. Again, my name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening.
All Country News podcast is produced by me, Ashley Kim. I also executive produce alongside my team at Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you love this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends, Track 45, who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. Check out their newest EP, Big Dreams, wherever you listen to music. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.